Hello. I would like to thank some people at the beginning of this episode, specifically Gotham Jayanthi, Eric Jedrazak, Sauce Cup, Nick P, and Tanukit Boot. All of these are people who have gone to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv, kicked us some money, and helped us out a great deal. You can be like them and support this show and this whole network and get cool stuff in return by going to patreon.com slash duckfeedtv. Gary Butterfield. My name is Cole Ross. And you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs, the most innovative podcast you've heard in years. <laughs> uh, and this week we are talking about Super Hot, which is a puzzle game developed and published by the Super Hot team for PC and consoles in 2016. Sorry, I mispronounced that. Super Hot. Well, hot. Uh, <laughs> it's amazing that turns out to be catchy. Uh-huh. Like it's not a song or anything. Nope. It's just very compelling. (laughs) Uh, The whole game, very compelling. Yeah. Uh, You know, going back to this, like, I knew that I loved this. I loved other iterations of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, It is simply one of the best ideas for a video game of all time. It's real portal. It's real portal-y. Yeah. Like, real real quietly, just like, fuck. Ah, This changes everything. God damn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, it's so rare that, like, a core mechanic, I think, carries a game. uh, Like, full carries it. Mm-hmm. You know, and like Portal is a good point of comparison uh, for that. Like it, it's just what an impressive little work. Mm-hmm. This is like endlessly fun. Like, God, I fucking love this game. Yeah, um, I mean, mm. it's 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 really really good, and I've enjoyed uh, at, at least the one derivative product of it that I, that I've put time into. I assume mm-hmm. you will have more to say about the roguelike version, but hey, I, I mean, I put I put equal time into both which is not tons gotcha uh for you know for various reasons yeah um but enough to enough to speak about them mm-hmm. uh, but yeah fucking a <laughs> uh, quietly just like man what a great game uh so this is uh in this game you play as a person whose friend gives them this mysterious cracked.exe uh and this movie when you play this you go into this strange first person shooter where time only moves when you do that is the the gimmick yes and that's the the whole game, pretty much. You know, it is an expansion on the different things that can happen with that simple concept. Here is a first-person shooter. Here are sliced-up levels in small little chunks that are, you know, vaguely connected, you know, thematically. Like, there is a journey that happens in some of the runs of these. Um, but, it, yeah, it's just learn this concept uh, as thoroughly as you can and see the different ways that we can apply it. And then we're gone. Well, and in addition, it's a concept that, uh, relies on a liter- a video game literacy mm-hmm. into this. Like this only works because of decades of first person shooters. 
yeah existing before it like or only it hits harder rather yeah like uh this needs a context to play off of uh and the context goes outside of video games and into like uh like kill cams mm-hmm. and people putting up their like no scope you know call of duty or, or uh what's not that called counter-strike yeah like they're they're cool moves that they <laughs> do in a uh, a multiplayer shooter uh emulating that for everyone like mm-hmm. you don't have to be you know the goal for this is to make you feel and enable you to do the coolest shit imaginable that requires a high degree of execution mm-hmm. uh in a regular game yeah here require you know it's a slightly lower uh you know lower floor for yeah. that in order to do that execution uh but the the semiotics like how it presents the cool thing you're doing is known it's it's playing off an established like online brag yeah. that people do yeah and even if you don't have that context like doing something that in replay looks like a highly choreographed action scene you mm-hmm. know john wick style just you know combat god kind of thing uh without the burden of reflex and placing everything kind of entirely on just decision making figuring out how to prioritize targets where to move you know dodging in an advantageous way you know um like just just taking everything out of the hands and putting it in the head uh is mm-hmm. a very good choice well, and laser targeted at at me and you of course, uh, as as people with big sloppy hands that uh, you know aren't great at execution. But no, sometimes. I got dumb meat hands. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the reason why I pause there is because I just was going to refer to our hands as big sloppy hand jobs. <laughs> like I've been through job as a suffix. Like uh, yeah, grab this uh, the sandwich job or whatever <laughs> this hot dog job I'm going to have. Uh, and I, the idea of us having big sloppy ham jobs is very different. <laughs> Extremely, it's the most innovative hand job I've had in years. Uh, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, so us have it. You know, you and I are not execution based people. Right. Like the you know the the, the Sek- Sekiro lukewarmers, neo uh, agnostics mm-hmm. that we are. Like deeply, con- you know, uh, we bounced off Returnal. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, deeply execution based, reflex based play is difficult for us but this allows us to exercise a different part of our brain to create the same results right and it's not uh it's important that like you're it's still a a product of what you're doing yeah like other games i feel like try to uh make you do an incredibly cool thing but they do it through the like do something awesome button or whatever you know yeah or or it's a qte or it's a a, um, uncharted style like I just walked up to this and now my avatar is going to do something cool. And all I did was press a, Mm -hmm. you know, that shit sucks. That's too much Yeah. here. You know, this doesn't feel babying. Like I'm still executing a cool thing. Mm -hmm. It just looks like a different flavor of cool thing. Yeah. You know, uh, mm -hmm. love it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, yeah. And everything about it is minimal. You know, we'll talk about this, but this is what this, you know, initially was the product of a seven day, um, game jam. Kind yeah. of deal, and th- their adherence to that scope, you know, even in the presentation, this kind of white VR world um, uh, with red enemies and black objects uh, is really mm-hmm. is like just makes everything just instantly readable too. Like this is real whittled down. They have that. Uh, there's a there's secrets you can find in this game, which I didn't fuck around with the first time I played it, and I looked for them this time, and that's one of the the things that the uh, the narrator will tell you. Like they'll be, it'll be like, uh, you know, textures are a distraction. 
Yes. You know, um, so yeah, like th- that's basically the game, but we're going to talk about how that concept folds out. This probably will be a shorter episode of the show. Yes. But like, yeah. One of the things I, I want and have wanted for the last few years, watch out for fireballs is to expand the format to where we can talk about things that deserve it. that don't necessarily match our usual format. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's going to be, you know, more of this stuff. I know I keep threatening that we've done a little <laughs> bit of it, but it will keep happening. Like I know I don't want to be like, Oh, that doesn't have enough to support an episode. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so the, uh, as we mentioned, time only moves when you do, uh, that's a little bit of an exaggeration. Time moves very slowly. Yes. When you don't move. That's really key. Uh, it needs to, um, otherwise, and you still end up in a situation where you wiggle your arm back and forth uh, <laughs> to make time move back. You like take a step forward, take a step back. Uh-huh. Do <laughs> it looks hilarious in the replay. Yeah. Uh, but the, uh, in the actual play of the game, you're using time as kind of a resource. So time isn't moving when you choose to pick something up or shoot something or punch or whatever you have to it, look at your surroundings and decide if you are, if you can afford time moving forward a bit mm-hmm. while you grab something or throw something, etc. Yeah. You're looking and um, seeing, okay, is that guy getting, is he mid swing on a melee attack? Is that guy yes. aiming at me? Is there a bullet currently on its way to my head? Uh, yes. Is there a red glow coming around that corner? That means that I bring, you know, I'm that much closer to having another person join the party. Like my next yes. move, you know, maybe should be to take out whoever's closest so that I don't get dogpiled. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, time as a resource. In addition to being this, uh, this central mechanic, yeah. like it's a thing you spend in addition mm-hmm. to the thing you manipulate in this game. Yeah. Uh, things do move a little bit more, uh, not as much as if you take an action or, you know, move your character, uh, but they do move uh, when you are aiming around and turning. Uh, mm-hmm. So that, situ- uh, that situational awareness, like gaining uh, more information to make your decision does advance things just a little bit. It's. I think it's the same speed as if you're just standing still. It's a little bit uh, faster. Is it? Yes. Okay. Cause it, it, it doesn't, uh, it never stops. Like mm-hmm. time never actually fully stops. Like I've sat down and watched a bullet, mm-hmm. you know, go by, yeah. uh, it will just go by. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, importantly, yeah. you only have one hit point, uh, an enemy attack, uh, be it a gunshot or a punch will kill you. Uh, mm-hmm. enemies have one, one hit point for everything, but punches, they take three of those bad boys to shatter. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the game, what you're doing through this is figuring out how kind of guns and melee work, uh, in any behavior, mm-hmm. uh, in this, um, there's a small number of elements, but how they kind of interdepend, yeah. uh, is the, uh, the, the game here. Yeah. Um, so for example, even though bullets move very, uh, slowly, like through time, like, you know, because you have time stopped, like real shooting, uh, you have to lead your targets mm-hmm. hitting a moving target, even at close distance is difficult. Yes. Um, that's a thing that's true in real life. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and this goes both ways. If right. uh, an enemy fires at you, um, staying moving is a really good way to make them miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's far enough away, you can literally dodge the bullet. Right. Uh, I love that feeling. I love, mm-hmm. you know, there are situations where they explicitly put you into this, but it's like, you've got a bunch of dudes shooting at you from one direction. Um, uh, you know, kind of just it, they'll we- kill in sync. <laughs> if, they, if, <laughs> if they get a chance. And in this game, we didn't mention this, but you play as the members of NSYNC. You do all uh, five of them this, at once. Yeah. One yeah. direction hates you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, wait, it took me a second to realize what you did yeah. there. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but yeah, uh, weaving in and out of those bullets does feel really good. 
yeah, it's, it's one of the, we're going to talk about the different versions of this in a little bit, but that's one of the things that I think the VR version nails. Oh yes. Yeah. Uh, and is actually, you know, an improvement mm-hmm. uh, on that version. Um, your pistols have a reload, your pistols and your shotguns. There's only three guns in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a reload, uh, before you can fire it again. This is indicated by this rotating targeting reticle. Uh, perfect interface it's perfect uh there's a reason why more things don't steal it because usually you can just fire the next bullet right away oh yeah there's some automatic reload in this it's it's the bullet getting up into the chamber yeah it you know it's it's the mechanics of that but this is perfect for that because that's where you're going to be looking Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. um enemy guns have unlimited ammo like there are bursts that they do you know like so you can get out but uh they don't have to throw guns down and pick new ones up like you do um your guns even the ones you grab from them they do have a limited number of shots so you can get three handgun shots off uh two shotgun shots or four three round bursts from assault rifles and Mm -hmm. when you're done you're done you get the little on-screen flash that says you're out uh, and you got to decide what to do next. And probably most likely you still have that gun in your hand. So you can choose to throw that at an enemy. <laughs> yes. Uh, and an enemy that gets hit by a gun or an I, I object in the environment doesn't die, uh, but they will drop anything they're holding. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also pick up just anything that's in the environment that's black. Yep. Uh, so there's a little thing, little abstract icons that represent telephones and printers and, you know, things like that, plates, mm-hmm. knives, you stuff can, like that. You can throw a TV at somebody like it's gross point blank. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 so we talked about the guns flying out of the enemy's hands, you know, anything flying out of their hands. Uh, this is very generous because they conveniently always throw it directly at your face. Yeah. They throw it into <laughs> you. Like they basically say, Hey, catch. Yep. <laughs> so- uh, the, uh, and this is the, the part of the loop. Like you do this, uh, they throw their gun, you catch it and shoot them with it. Mm-hmm. Hoisted upon their own petard. Yeah. Uh, the kind of thing that happens if you really own a gun. Yep. This is a realistic take on gun ownership. Uh, very for, for the enemy. Um, very, uh, the other thing those items will do uh, that's really useful is they will destroy a bullet. Mm-hmm. in the air so uh if an enemy is about to shoot you and you throw your object even if you don't get there before the shot goes off mm-hmm. uh if it hits the bullet the bullet will will stop yes and throwing objects to destroy bullets or uh more advanced shooting bullets to destroy bullets mm-hmm. uh is incredible fun yes uh if you can manage to make it make it happen make a uh yeah. a bullet uh hit hit another bullet in the air same thing with the katana you, you get a katana that can cut bullets out of the air yeah. Yeah. Uh, Katana also, it's worth noting, the one exception to the uh, thrown weapon doesn't kill. Yes. Well, you can throw a katana. There are also a couple like knife. They're like uh, darts weapons. and knives that'll kill if you get a head, uh, if you land it, land it in their head. Yeah. I don't, I don't think you have to land in their head. I, I uh, had a, I had a bunch of guys running around darts sticking out the chest. I, <laughs> I, I just did it last night with, uh, uh, with throwing stars. Weird. And yeah. yeah, killed killed dudes by hitting them in the torso. So maybe darts maybe are different. Maybe it's a dart versus yeah, throwing star thing. Yeah. For the most part, if it uh, here's a better way to put it: if an object is blunt, uh, mm-hmm. it's just going to stun. Yes. Yeah. Um. Uh, uh. So you can also stun enemies with your with your punches. Uh. If you do three actions and do your punches, it'll it'll uh, break them. 
Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, punches I found were generally a little bit more useful than melee weapons. Picking up a melee weapon like a like a like a bat or a pipe or a katana, um, uh, uh, you know, like, yes, you will kill the enemy if you hit them with it. Uh, but those are limited as well. They have durability. Um, and the wind-up time for a swing is actually longer than with punches. So if you're like right in the clutch on somebody and they're they're about to fire at you or about to hit you with their own thing, punches end up working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And if you end up with a melee situation and it's too late, that's a good time to throw because throw feels instant. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least in the you know the PC version of this and the yes. non the straight version of it, the the regular version, mm-hmm. which most of these things we're going to talk about apply to that primarily. And then yeah. we'll talk about the changes um, that happened with the other versions of this. Mm-hmm. Um, other, uh, otherwise, um, there's another mechanic that gets added uh, late in the game. But we'll talk about that when we get there. Generally, this is it. Mm-hmm. Um, you also uh, can, this is seems silly to say, but it's worth saying, you can move around uh, and you can jump. Uh, jumping is interesting. If you hold down the jump button, you'll jump in slow-mo. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you let go of the jump button, you'll fall. Yeah. So you can you can choose whether you want the jump to operate like regular movement or not, mm-hmm. uh, which is tactically advantageous. Yes. Yeah. There are only a couple of times where you're really required to jump. Yes. Yeah. That, that's true too. It's not really something you need to be doing. It is something you have to do to find all those secrets. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but those are the basics, and obviously the entire game is finding new ways to use all of them and test out different uh, you know combinations. The way those simple elements uh, kind of work together. There's no stealth in this. Not really. There's no like crouching or anything. It is just a pretty straight basic FPS, but uh, presented in this kind of time shifted way. Yes. Uh, the aesthetic is really sparse. Um, you know, as we mentioned that kind of, uh, objects are black, enemies are red, everything else is white. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks great. Yep. It looks like you're playing, you know, this is what the matrix would look like if they remade the Shadowrun Genesis now. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's great. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, no music presence in that present in this, um, just kind of ambient sounds. Uh, mm-hmm. this wouldn't work. Uh, until you get to the end and you get the super hot uh, <laughs> musical cue, uh-huh. like chant, which is very relieving and catchy. Yes. Um. So like uh, the closest, like there's nothing else that plays like this. Mm-hmm. There are a couple of things that you can make comparisons, but they're pretty different. Yeah. Um. One of the closer compar- comparisons I think you can make is Hotline Miami. Oh, yeah. Um. Which plays very differently. That's much more fast paced, but it has a similar rhythm of like short burst of violence Mm -hmm. uh, in what you're doing. And the way they use music uh, is really interesting. And the way they use silence compared, Uh, this is silence until you finish and you get a relief. Whereas hotline Miami wants you to be in a flow zone and then you get silence to make you uncomfortable. Yeah. uh, At the end, (laughs) they're kind of opposite approaches. You get that post, not clarity. Yes. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah. I I just threw a nut through somebody's head. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, and, uh, the game, I, I love the way the game uses text, uh, really mm-hmm. just, just graphical, uh, kind of interface stuff as well. The, the, the gigantic flashing text at you, which isn't, which isn't precisely subliminal, but like it flashes up for a minute for a second and then goes away less than a second. It feels like, uh, along with like a flash bulb kind of sound. Yeah. You're meant, you're meant to read it. It's, yes. it's not subliminal because this is how they're uh, portraying useful information. Like, yes, this is how it tells you you're out of ammo. Mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. um but it, it's kind of presented as this uh beam directly into your brain <laughs> kind of kind of thing yeah. uh, the sound effect is great 
yeah. that flashbulb sound effect. Like all of the sound design in this game is actually excellent. Mm-hmm. Uh, quietly, like very, very good. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, otherwise, so like your uh, user interface for like menus and things like that. And then also like the framing device for this, it is this thing called PyOS. It's like an archaic DOS-like, you know, uh, graphical interface through ASCII. You know, kind of like low-res block kind of stuff that looks really mm-hmm. good. Uh, there's chatting that takes place here. When you type, you just, you know, rattle the buttons and then something fills out. Yeah, so, you mash the keyboard and it, it tells you what you're going to say. It's like hacker typer. Yeah. 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 Um, the desktop is fun. There are little, like, widgets. Mm-hmm. You can play with, like, oh, animations, movies, you know, stuff <laughs> like that. Like, there are little ASCII animations yeah. and, uh, and stuff new stuff is put there um as you yes. uh, as you progress uh one of the games that is in there that's just in the games folder the uh, the lumberjack one is actually pretty fun it is really fun yeah, yeah it, it's a uh, the same it's like a, a WarioWare game uh-huh uh, a little bit but continues uh continues yeah it's all good um the uh the aesthetic the best thing that this stack does other than being cool is tie into the story mm-hmm. uh the story is not it's a, I think, a really excellent execution of an idea that is too old. Yes. Like, if I play, if this was the first time I saw something that was doing this, mm-hmm. absolute mind-blowing. Oh, yeah. Shit. Like, this is a really solid execution of the, like, AI uh, is assimilating you. You know, are you in control or is mm-hmm. it in control? <laughs> you know, right. like these things that are that are kind of hoary like cliches at this point yeah uh you know are are at the time if, if they had come at the right time mm-hmm. teenage me would have fucking like based his identity around this i would have been like i'm a hacker now <laughs> I would have been and this. i yeah brain is software let's yep. let's go i'm insufferable i'm never gonna touch a pussy again like I, it would have been like, I, this would have ruined me i'm a super uh, hot american <laughs> yeah I, just like hey hey ladies you want to check out my bbs like i i would have been miserable for the rest of my life yeah yeah uh Uh, a thing that i like is that it does play around like a little bit with like okay i'm actually making stuff happen in real life but it's super incidental to what this thing is actually trying to get you to do it kind of doesn't matter if you are or not yeah uh the the, uh that's the other thing too is the um god like that that thing we did for adaptation decay test like beta test. Yeah. You know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's swerving towards a beta test. I mean, a, a more accurately Ender's game, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, let's say Cancel. beta test. <laughs> no, let's say beta test. We didn't talk about Ender's game. Nope. Um, oh yeah. my gosh. Uh, but you can, you can ignore this story. Uh-huh. Um, the way that it functions as you're saying down to play, if you're not getting information revealed is just a breather. Mm-hmm. It, it fulfills you know the super or the uh hotline mammy comparisons will continue yeah. it fulfills the same function yes uh as going to the video store in uh in hotline miami yes um ludically <laughs> so there's a version of this that was first created in 2013 uh for as we mentioned a, a game jam a seven day fps challenge uh the uh and this was inspired by a flash game called time for cat mm-hmm I need to uh, I need to reinstall that big library of uh, old flash games that uh, mm-hmm. are, are able to run because I I would really like to play that to see you know first off how do you find that be like what's it like you know like yeah. it's about a cat running out in the, out into the road to uh, to get food is my understanding but yeah yeah the uh, it's interesting how something will get uh, kind of picked up and and iterated on 
to to its final form mm-hmm. but then you can find um precedents yeah like that like um and they always have to do with cats so for example <laughs> the first time i saw like there's a game called uh cat trap for okay. game boy that does the braid trick like oh, you can huh. move backwards and undo stuff hmm. and it's a little it's also a little puzzle platformer nice uh you know but it came out on the the nintendo game boy instead of the uh the braid supercomputer <laughs> you know you mean the xbox 360 yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah what the fuck is that yeah yeah <laughs> i'm sorry i don't know why we're so much uh, the um yeah uh that version only had three levels mm-hmm. but everyone lost their shit because it's the coolest I- one of the coolest ideas in video game history oh yeah yeah they they, they, they like they struck a nerve immediately um and it got that attention it was popular enough that when they ran a kickstarter for a full version of the game uh it was funded in one day uh and this is like back like 2015 i think they launched that it was a relatively quick turnaround like that didn't necessarily happen with video games that much by no. that point yeah no uh so they had more resources uh the team expanded the game so they leaned into this aesthetic and gameplay. The, the aesthetics are different from the demo version. The, those characters had sunglasses. That you <laughs> uh, they, they made them into the cool red guys they are. Cool. Um, but they they expanded on it. Um, and the uh, something that's like an elephant in the room that's worth talking about, mm-hmm. um, the, the scope they expanded it to is still fairly limited. Um, this is a two, two and a half hour game. Yeah. Um, there are a bunch of different modes you can play that are all fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, like endless modes and different challenges and stuff. It is real fun to replay, uh, but it is a short game. Yes. Um, and I, I, it's great for that. I don't want there to be a lot added to it. Mm-hmm. I think that the, you know, we'll talk about the sequel here in a moment, which is cool, but is not as good. Like if right. this, if the sequel, if the roguelike version of this came out first, uh, it would not be as good. Right. Uh, this benefits from being two hours. Mm-hmm. And if you have the uh, dollar to hour ratio gene, uh, this is a good argument against it because I've gotten way more than two hours worth of fun mm-hmm. uh, out of this through replaying it and through like thinking about it. I mean, and the influence as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, let's talk about uh, different uh, different versions of this. Again, yeah. There are two, two other super hot universe games. Yeah. Super hot. Um, yeah, uh, super hot VR fucking rules. Yeah. Uh, it's it, it, like, it, it is the perfect VR game. It's, uh, it's one of the few I'm, you know, it's a weird cause it's VR month, uh, <laughs> kinda. It's one of the few VR games I feel like fully justifies VR, mm-hmm. uh, fully. Like, I, you know, it's not that it doesn't add ever, you know, like even in, in something that doesn't need it, it still adds, mm-hmm. you know, I get that. Uh, it's a totally different game. Yes. Um, it feels really, really different. Uh, it's, and the reason the biggest addition to mm-hmm. it is being able to crouch yep. <laughs> and dodge bullets. Uh, when, your body can dodge in, yeah, incremental ways to dodge when, bullets. When I, uh, yeah, like it's, it's tracking like individual, like, like arms uh, and stuff like that, or interpolating like what your individual arm would be. Uh, I joke about, I joked about this on the level when I first played this, but like, I, I, I'll finish, I'll finish like a, like an hour session of that. And then like my, my legs will be sore. You're, it's like a VR version that is secretly teaching you how to do like a very freeform version of Tai Chi. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> the uh, you are doing a lot of isometric exercise. Yeah. <laughs> The, uh, it's not, so I, I really like it. It's not perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two things I don't like, uh, they didn't figure out how to make throwing good in it. Yeah. There's ways around it, but it's always, uh, like fiddly in a way that's obnoxious. Whereas it's just a button press mm-hmm. in the, the regular version, uh, you know, just kind of a thing for not doing full verisimilitude. Yeah. Uh, but the bigger issue with that is that they kept the, um, level rhythms. Mm-hmm. So the way this is structured is each level is a collection of scenes. Uh, you checkpoint, uh, at the, or the VR version at the beginning Right. That collection of scenes so you can uh do a you know three or four scenes have it be fine die on the last one and then have to do uh, all sometimes of because of this throw mechanic mm-hmm. not working um and then have to do the whole thing again yeah which felt it's fun like to do it but it ends up feeling worse to me like that aspect specifically mm-hmm. feels worse than the tabletop version or the desktop version it makes it very i mean it, it makes it harder like a harder proposition to like get through I yes. I've not beaten it because I've gotten to a point where I just get frustrated and feel like doing it's, something else. The last level seems like a fucking nightmare right? in, in VR. Like the last level of the desktop version is really hard. Mm-hmm. And if I were dealing with that, that fiddle and uh, then I would be, be annoyed. Yeah. Um, it, it's still worth playing and it's still really good. It justifies yeah. itself. It's just, I, I wish it was a little bit better in that respect. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a really interesting VR question, uh, you know, that this raises, whereas like a button is really good. It is. You know, like I love buttons. Like we, we, we talk about this, like buttons are really phenomenal mm-hmm. in this, uh, throwing something on the desktop version is incredibly precise in a way that is additive to every element of the, the gameplay and the fantasy. Mm-hmm. Like I can do John Wick shit where I like throw a knife perfectly. Yeah. Because all I'm doing is moving a cursor and pressing a button. It's it, it it's not a throw. It is like <laughs> projecting. It's it, yeah, it's projecting something straight out from you toward whatever your reticle is pointed at, as opposed to throwing, which involves you know a, like a timed release. You know, yes. uh, like most of my throws in VR kind of end up being these kind of just like really just kind of like weak little under underhanded pushes? flicks yeah or pushes yeah like yeah the the most success i had with nvr was with pushing uh-huh uh and that just felt stupid yeah <laughs> like in 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 pursuit of feeling more like i'm throwing a cool knife and doing a cool thing it ended up being worse than just pressing a button yeah the, th- the thing i want all video game designers to ask when they come up with an alternative for a button is is this better than a button mm-hmm you know, uh, and this is something where, like, I would just wish there was an alternate control scheme and I could press the little middle finger button and yeah. it would just operate like it does on desktop. Yeah. Um, those are nitpicks. Like, it's still really cool. It's probably the best VR game I played. I haven't fired up Alex yet uh, yeah. for that because I was running into other VR headaches. Because yeah, yeah. You, you know, uh, it's a, it's a it's fiddly not, annoying. It's not, not ready for system. prime time. Like the, yeah, like it's, the it's, individual yeah. games are really cool, but the experience of yes. getting to them is a fucking nightmare. And even the individual games, like this is the best one that I've played. Mm-hmm. Like this, this is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, as such. Yep. Um, uh, there was a dumb controversy. Oh, but did you want oh, to yeah. do you want to hit that dumb controversy thing? Because I, I just want to complain about. It. Like I didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I didn't pay attention. Yeah, I just want to talk about people being dumb. So uh, in the original, so in Super Hot, the PC game, there are scenes where you have to do stuff to your body as you're piloting something else. 
you know, technically self-harm. And in the VR version, they had scenes that were akin to that as the system was trying to take you over or whatever. Those were there, but they got complaints from folks saying like, hey, this, you know, it's VR is a little much with that. And they put it in a mode to take it out. And then they just finally decided, no, we can do better than that. And then they pulled it out. And then people started review bombing it because they said it was virtue signaling. So. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know that I think that it's too much to to do those things in yeah. in VR. Like it, I don't think it hurts by bringing them out, yeah, you know, or taking them out. But I also think that's maybe mildly more. It's more more than my sensitivities lie, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, see also the TV trope page that somehow has tear jerkers. <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, how how could you're born without skin? Like, absolutely the most sensitive people, you know. And I, sensitivity is a superpower. Like, a degree of sensitivity is really, really good. Uh-huh. But if super hot's making you cry, like, sorry, how do you man, get up in the morning. Like, how do you go and do chores and stuff? You yeah, know? that's wild. That's just very wild to me. Um, super hot. <laughs> tear jerkers huh. huh tear jerkers huh super huh super super huh Aww. super sad super sad <laughs> the uh, uh, uh yeah there's a sequel as well yes this. mind control delete yes uh this is real neat um it makes more changes than you might think mm-hmm uh, it does. Uh, the way it works is kind of a roguelike, like you operate going through these little DOS nodes um, and do smaller versions of these levels. Um, the biggest change in how it feels is that the levels are so much smaller. Yeah. Um, as opposed to having like multiple waves of enemies, it's usually just the three initial dudes and then you move on to a new thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big innovation are power-ups. Yes. You get, you know, get these little nodes where you get to choose between two different power-ups. It's like classes. Uh, yeah. Um, kind of. Mm-hmm. Like it's like uh, things like oh you know you move very fast or bullets slow down when they get close to you mm-hmm. or things you throw will hurt you know or will kill rather yeah, yeah. Uh, things like that. Um, the biggest thing is it has like an ending mm-hmm. and the whole experience is like six hours. Yes, and that's uh, more than I want. Mm-hmm. Yes, like that's still not very many hours. And I know that we're uh, the short game cucks here on this show, but like I don't know. That's that's to me, that is more sustained super hotting than I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to pick this up every couple of years and be like, fucking a, yeah, you know, this is incredible. I don't ever want it to feel like a friction point mm-hmm. uh, for me. And that was the, my experiences with mind control delete. Like it's really, really neat. I just wish that it was, didn't have an ending, yes. you know, the, it could be an arcade mode in super hot one, mm-hmm. uh, and, and functionally kind of is, yeah. uh, and that would be better. I think. The, the 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 versions of it that I did as well felt like they suffered a little bit for the uh for the proc gen. Too. Yeah. You know, like I I feel like this kind of experience, you know, explicitly as uh, you know, as a puzzle slash strategy kind of thing kind of needs the deliberateness, you know. Yeah. To my mind. Yeah. Yeah, the, the, it it depends on the one it does. Like it, it's the it's proc gen mildly guided proc gen. Mm-hmm. which like most Procton is yeah. uh, where it's, you know, it's not fully Jesus take the wheel. Right. Um, some of the things end up being pretty good, you mm-hmm. know? And I think the reason, uh, one of the reasons why they have shorter encounters is because the levels are less complicated mm-hmm. because they're proc gen. The biggest thing that happened to me when I was playing it uh, with proc gen was seeing repeating, uh, kind of templates yeah, and that feeling kind of bad. 
mm-hmm. which is weird in a game where the environment is so as wireframe as it could be intentionally. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I, I expected to like it more than I did. Uh, mm-hmm. it's still, and, and super hot VR. Great. I still, I think that if I were crowning a champion of super hot, it would just be original oh. super hot oh, yeah. and me in 2016 playing it. Uh, yep. <laughs> you know, uh, that is, that is the super hot, uh, yeah. King. Yes. Um, this is an indie darling. It was received very, very well sold a lot. Uh, this mechanic, like people have taken this and run with it, you know, to a certain degree, like there's a whole course and what the golf <laughs> that does yeah. super hot shit. Yeah. A lot of fun references. There's a uh, item you can get in enter the gungeon. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a stopwatch that makes enter the gungeon control. Like super hot. <laughs> that's so good. It's, it's really great. It's, it's a huge way to win. Uh-huh. Uh, the game, if you're, but it also makes the game take like three times as long uh, <laughs> to play. But you can win with the super hot stopwatch. So, so, uh, so you want to beat the game, huh? Exactly. <laughs> um, the uh, but yeah, it's it's been referenced a bunch uh, because everybody loves it because of course they do because it's one of the best ideas of video games. Yes, you know I'm saying the non meme version, the most innovative shooter I've played in years, but it is a huge breakthrough in what shooters can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. The team, uh, you know, this was very successful. They created a fund for promising other, you know, new indie developers mm-hmm. uh, to to fund their games. That's great. Yep. You know, uh, you know, pull don't pull the ladder up. Yeah. Behind you. It's good stuff. Seem like good folks. Yeah. Um, so when we go through this, it would be a little bit silly to in a audio medium <laughs> to describe the levels. Like there's level design happening here. Uh, you know, in term down to the granular wireframe level of like this waist high wall means that you can't do this, but you can do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a real thing. Uh, however, it'd be a little silly for us in an audio medium. So what we're going to concentrate on are new things that are introduced. Yes. Throughout the game. And then like major story beats. Mm-hmm. Um, it's worth, uh, did you end up finding any of the secrets? No, I did not. <laughs> It's it's a uh, it's worth talking about those in a general sense. Okay, uh, we don't have to go through all of them. Um, they're all uh, rewarding the player for like I wonder if I can get to there. Okay, uh, moments. So like you're in an area with uh, like an office building, and there's a window. Um, as opposed to you know killing that last guy while he's chasing you, you break the window, jump out on the ledge, and then go into another room that's mm. in that building. Uh, when you do that, there's a computer. The computer says you found a secret. You can ask me one question. Oh, uh, and this allows you it's secret, but it's canonical, you know, to the story. You're asking the, the AI, uh, about this and it reveals some additional lore. Gotcha. Uh, some of it is, uh, just like really, really obnoxious teenagers who just learned about, you know, uh, like philosophy and stuff. Like you can mm. be like, why are all the enemies red? And it just says, why do you assume they're enemies? Which is like kind of cool, you know. They look like monsters to you. Yeah, it's yeah. a it's a cool moment, but it it's, plays their card a lot. They're trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that is why I assume they're enemies. They do yeah. want to shoot me on sight before I do anything. <laughs> yeah. Nobody ever like, between this and best quality vacuum. Nobody's ever like, yeah, you tried to kill me though. That that really cuts to the heart of a lot of these moral questions. Yeah. <laughs> Self defense is a it's a known term. Yeah. You know, uh, but the. Uh, then in terms of it just answers for the player things like, Oh, this is a, a splinter of this AI, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and it underlines a bunch of the themes. Yes. It's mostly just fun to look for them mm-hmm. because it gets you to look at the levels in a way that you're actively discouraged to. 
yeah. in the main game. Like the first time I stumbled upon one of these, I was like, oh shit. Then I looked it up online. I'm like, oh, there's one of these for every fucking level. Yep. Uh, I didn't get all of them, but I, you know, kept an eye out. Yeah, plenty of them. And I mean, it's worth saying when you kill the last enemy, you are taken uh, to the next yes. to the next thing. So gameplay wise, figuring out a way to keep that one person alive, but not have them kill you as yes. you're going to look for this is also, a, I, I imagine, a thing. Enemies, once they drop a gun, they will go for guns. They yeah. will go for weapons. Uh, the one thing they don't do is throw household object shit at you. Mm. But if, if there's a gun on the ground, they will pick one up. And that, that happens in the main game as well. Um, you know, if you shoot a guy, he drops a gun, uh, and then you throw something at another guy, uh, he'll drop his gun and go for the one the first one dropped. Yes. Um, enemies will try to arm themselves. So, like, you kind of have to basically destroy all the guns and let a guy chase you <laughs> uh, while you're looking for secrets, which makes it it's a little Benny Hill. Uh, like, but can you imagine the power Benny Hill would have if time only moved when he did? You're assuming it doesn't. Yeah, I guess that's true. Uh, and he's just vibrating in a coffee's coffin somewhere, I mean, keeping I mean, life going. He's able to run into one door and then emerge from a different door. Uh, that's and true. At one point, he's being chased, but then he is the chaser. That's like, true. Yeah. Benny Hill was not born of man. Benny the, Be- Benny Hill was nurtured by the cruel and different cosmos. I think that Benny Hill probably does have uh, super hot powers, but it's among many other powers. Right. You know, so that's what got confu- confusing mm. for me. Like, he can just do a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's fucking Beetlejuice. <laughs> um, I mean, like, a really ill-defined power set on Benny Hill. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, I, I really like the idea of Benny Hill being on a gigantic 7-Eleven hot dog roller to keep life moving. <laughs> like, there's just like a, like a glass case like Lennon is in. But it's Benny Hill on a hot dog roller. Because if he ever stops moving, time stops moving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the eternal taquito. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, recovering from I, uh, that. The uh, what the one of the secrets I liked is you can be like, why can I control time? And it's like you can control time. <laughs> I think it's a really funny secret that pops up in this. Oh, that's pretty good. <laughs> that's real good. Let's uh, let's get into it. Let's do uh, the game starts up with you starting up the game. It does the uh, standard kind of boot up thing. But this is taking you to the, you know, the game menu, but also the system that your character in world in his sad little server room apartment uh, is uh, going. <laughs> it's real weird. Yeah. Where he lives with like in the, the junk you have to walk through when you get. Yeah. The weird back room. Yeah. Uh, this is you getting a message from a buddy. Yeah. You know, uh, saying, hey, have you played superhot.exe yet? Uh, it's a sick new shooter. I uh, can't, re- you, you say like, what's it like? He's like, it's too hard to describe. Right. You know, just run the XE and try it. Yeah. Give it a, give, give it a shot and you run it and you're dropped right into the middle of a level. And yes. you get these messages, uh, these instructions flashing to you on a screen. Yeah. Um, and we're getting uh, a tutorial here. Um, the messages pop up uh, here, just kind of uh, showing what kind of area we're areas we're in. You know, um, and it's kind of showing uh, how you're not going to always have a gun yeah. for this. Like you're going to have to acquire on site. Mm-hmm. OSP. Yes, indeed. 
Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, it's OSP. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's that? I thought it was SOP for a second. Oh, it's so, so standard operating procedure versus procure, I, procure on, or on-site, on-site procurement. procurement. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, site on procurement. <laughs> That's not right. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, you're kind of in this car park and you're learning through these messages about how guns are limited. Uh, the stages have names, but they are only kind of related to what they are. You know? Yeah. Um, they're cute when they are. Like when they're related. There's a lot of like fun little uh, kind of jokes. Yes. You know, yeah. that will pop up with these. Mm-hmm. Um, but these almost feel like uh, placeholder names. Yeah. For for stages at points. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of the first full non-tutorial stage where they're not actively trying to teach you something is the uh, the subway tunnel. Uh, you know, you have been held up and you have to deal with people both on the platform. And then this is when the waves start. Uh, you get waves of enemies coming down the uh, coming down the stairs to the station. Yes. Uh, what this is teaching you. Um, so you have no radar or anything like that. Uh, yeah. You need to really have your head on a swivel mm-hmm. uh, in this um, because, you know, when you die in this game and like you'll die a lot, um, the price for death is very low. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in my experience, a lot of times it was somebody who I didn't know was there shooting me. Yes. Um, one thing, if I were to improve this, uh, would be the camera switching over to what shot you. Yeah. Uh, I always appreciate that. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in a video game, like show me what killed me. Yeah. Uh, this doesn't do that. So you just kind of know to constantly be rubbernecking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they're coming, you know, come, coming down left, right, left, right, uh, down these stairs. Uh, when you kill the last one, you don't warp to the next little level it. Uh, yes. Instead, you can just kind of walk. So I go up the stairs, kind of reach a point where the map is no, you know, there's no geometry. You just kind of walk out and you get glitches. Things start dissolving. It says unauthorized access and it kicks you back out to the POS. Yeah. Uh, back to the the real world. Mm-hmm. Uh, your friend's like, hey, what'd you think? Uh, and you're like, oh, man, you know, the subway, et cetera, et cetera. And he says everyone gets something different. Yeah. Uh, and this is where you mentioned it glitched out at the end. He's like, no, we got a new crack. Uh, yeah. We can do this. Uh, get back in and play. <laughs> I was once I learned what was going on in the uh, in, in the story, I was like, OK, what's the friend's role in this? Mm-hmm. The fact that he doesn't say super hot is the most innovative shooter I've played in years mm-hmm. uh, means oh, that yeah. he he is he is not, uh, you know, somebody who is, you know, out recruiting like we're going to see at the end here. No, no, he's, uh, yeah, he only got in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, unlike us, we're recruiting via this podcast. Hmm. Metafiction. <laughs> Catch Metafiction, the fun. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Catch the yeah. wave, baby. Yeah. Uh, but we download this new ex- executable and we uh, jump back in. Uh, we log in and this is where it puts us in a garage with a car about to hit us. I, I uh, love this. Uh, yeah. You have to immediately jump. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times up until this point, you've been starting uh, in an area of relative safety. Mm-hmm. Um, this is you're going to quantum leap uh, in random spots. Yes. Um, the uh, the next one is called you're at a bar. Then it says wrong place, wrong time. Uh-huh. And there's somebody holding a gun at you and you're at a bar and you have a bunch <laughs> of stuff on the table. Yeah. Um, teaching you to pick up and throw shit. You don't have to, mm-hmm. uh, but you can. There's a yeah. wide variety of appealing objects to pick up. Oh, yeah. Uh, just uh, bo- bottles, cups, anything like that. Grab that mm-hmm. and throw it. And this is probably the you know, the point where, uh, you know, the first time you're going to have a gun flying right at your face and you're going to grab it. Um, yeah. I- I'm, I'm excited for you to. Do, <laughs> do, do you like grabbing stuff that flies toward your face, Gary? Uh, I do. Yeah. Oh, boy. You're yeah. going to love Half-Life Alex. 
I, I love grabbing a thing that flies towards my face. Yeah. The grab is a really good motion in VR. Yes. It's just the throw that sucks. <laughs> Picking things up is awesome. Putting things oh, yeah. down. What the fuck is this? <laughs> Me picking things up. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Me trying to throw something. No. What the this fuck? Sucks. This fucking sucks. <laughs> um, but yeah, picking things up in VR rules. It's like yeah. a room VR. Like, mm-hmm. you know, picking things up, moving things. Mm-hmm. They're just throwing things that blows. Yeah. Uh, the next one, we're in this cage surrounded by four guys. No guns in sight. Two of them have bats, and we have to yeah. figure out how to do this. And this is... I mean, uh, I need to find like a word for this, but like uh, th- an incredibly tight, like basically no margin for uh, for error, trying to figure out basically the difference between punching and uh, using melee weapons, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- th- this is one of a couple of these that emulates a very specific thing in fiction. Yes, uh, they really like, and the uh, the closest example. So I'm, I'm going to cite a Marvel movie. No, and I know what you're. It's it. it's the, one of the better examples of this. I know exactly what you're going to do, and I will co-sign yeah. it before you even say it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People people get weird if you bring up Marvel stuff, uh, but the Captain America elevator fight mm-hmm. uh, that happens in um, Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah, the Winter Shoulder. Yep. Uh, which I get every year, and it makes it hard to cut, chop wood for my family. <laughs> um, the, uh, but the uh, that fight is really iconic. Like I think that's a great action scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, people again get weird about those movies, but this emulates that situation. Yeah, like you are in a tight space with a bunch of people who are, and you have to do everything perfectly to mm-hmm. to to succeed. Yeah. Uh, it's a really cool fucking thing that you never get to do. Right. You know, like not just in real life, but even in video games. I was, like, gonna, I was gonna say, what yeah. kind of what kind of rough and tumble life you live in off the off the cast, man? I, I, I take an elevator that's three times faster, but mm. there's always three guys who want to punch you in it. <laughs> it's it's a trade off. The amount of time I'm saving over the course of my life is upwards of five minutes, <laughs> and I'm looking forward to spending those uh, nursing my bruises. So, <laughs> many many bruises, <laughs> many bruises. Um, yeah. But like, you don't get to do this kind of thing in video games like this, right? Uh, the, and when you do, uh, there's a time element. The closest thing I can think of, even in a video game, to this that I've done is like there's a, a Max Payne one thing mm. when you get on get off an elevator and guys rush in mm-hmm. and max Payne also slows down time right <laughs> like you have to be able to fuck around with time to make this cool right right you know you know and, and just like the the incredibly close margins of, of this this is like the first person time control melee equivalent of the platforming in in sunco's or what is it sunsoft's batman game on the nes oh sure yeah 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 uh that's great uh, I lo- love this level. Mm-hmm. Uh, next thing, you come down from the event from a bathroom in a strip club, mm-hmm. uh, killing somebody in the stall uh, down there. And when you go in the main room, the bartender shoots a shotgun at you, uh, introducing shotguns. We should talk about the weapons and their comparative strengths. Yes. Uh, in this sense, that's a, that's a mechanic. Um, shotguns have the lowest number of bullets, mm-hmm. but they shoot a spread. Yeah. Uh, very, very useful. Can hit multiple things, you know, uh, if you're shooting it at somebody who is throwing, you know, who, uh, no, sorry, that is incorrect. If you are shooting at somebody who is throwing something at you, n- no, mm. wait, wait a minute. Do they throw stuff? <laughs> Fuck. No, no, uh, enemies don't throw stuff at you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, uh, they, they shoot you. Right. So this has a better chance of shooting their bullets. It also, you don't have to aim as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can miss and still hit because yeah. only one of these little bits of uh, pellet has to kill a guy. Yeah. To kill you, you can hit multiple, multiple people as well, yes. which is, uh, which is good. 
Um, yeah, and only one yeah. needs to hit them for them to uh, for 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 them to shatter. Uh, you know, the trade off is fewer shots, uh, and also uh, uh, the fact that like it feels like there is a longer time to reload between them between the barrels. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, pistol has an average reload time, but there is one. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can't just uh, fire it. That's a big change that VR changes. Mm-hmm. I think the VR changes. You can you can fire more semi automatically. Yes. In VR. Um, the, uh, at least, uh, initially, like I, I haven't, again, I haven't beaten the VR, mm-hmm. uh, game because, uh, it, it, a little bit frustrating. Yeah. Um, the, uh, but you, uh, you have more bullets, you have four bullets, uh, but you're just shooting one bullet. You have to be precise. This is where you're going to have to like really lead your shots. Okay. And stuff. Yeah. Uh, there. And then the, uh, the machine gun you get, which fires and burst, uh, this is really cool. Uh, but you have to, once you've hit the trigger, the rest of those bullets are coming, whether you account for them or not. Right. You can turn faster than they'll shoot. So you can mm-hmm. do some really fucking wild shit with this. You can do sprays. Like, <laughs> you can do sprays. You can shoot somebody in front of you and behind you with the same button press. <laughs> yep. Like, uh, it's real tricky, but you can do these kind of like wide angle things. Mm-hmm. It's the best weapon. And that's why it's the rarest. Yes. Like you get an average number of shots, but there, it's, you're really, really nice balance yeah. and they don't introduce that, that until later. Right. Uh, the, uh, like the trade, the big trade off on it is like, yes, all of those, um, uh, bullets are going to come out whether you want them to or not. Uh, time will continue moving for as long as that, uh, for as long as the, the those shots are firing and moving. True. Yeah. yeah. So a bigger, bigger time is a resource. Yes. That kind of thing. Yeah. Um, uh, but, uh, but yeah, uh, you just, you've got to, I mean, for me, it just, it was all about keeping you're pretty, you're pretty far distance away from the bartender with the shotgun and there's a pool table in between you. So like the, this was entirely about picking up a pool ball, throwing, throwing it at him. And then he's going to try and pick up his shotgun <laughs> that he keeps on dropping. Cause it's a big old butterfingers. <laughs> you're, just throwing, you're just throwing multiple things at him as you as you close the distance to get that to, you know, to, to, to get that from him as enemies you know materialize you know from the backstage of the yeah. uh of, of the uh, of the dancing stage from the bathroom from the supply room yeah. incredible jackie chan yeah. vibes <laughs> it's worth noting uh similar to Hotline again the the Hotline miami comparisons keep coming um it's not the most fun way to play this but it's worth noting you can use cover and shit yeah in this game, like you are in, uh, encouraged to just YOLO and like run into this and dodge, literally dodge bullets and do the coolest thing possible. Mm-hmm. Um, if you run into a level that's given you grief and you just want to see the next level, uh, and you're not feeling stubborn, like you don't want to just keep iterating on that same thing, mm-hmm. like you can hide out and wait for a guy to come to you. Uh, you can hide around corners. You can do things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's the most fun way to play that way. Yeah. Um, it's definitely something I resorted to a couple times because something would irritate me and I just wanted to see new shit. Um, I like that that's available. Yes. Uh, the, 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 the fun thing about that is because you, you know, if you're waiting around the corner for somebody to run toward you and become vulnerable, you end up having to do the little dance. It's kind of like you're, uh, you got to pee real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you just, uh, <laughs> You're missing the cook off. <laughs> yeah. Um, next level, uh, you break into a facility dropping in through a skylight. Uh, you know, so this introduces glass. Uh, windows have to be hit once, so they break. A bullet won't go through them. Um, the first bullet will shatter the window, the second bullet will will go through. Hmm. Um, this is it also introduces the katana. 
okay uh here um yeah so like if you're using a shotgun the first pellet will break the glass and go mm-hmm. through it but you have to double tap with a, a pistol yes uh it is usually best to let the enemy uh break the break it for you yes. with their with their shot to waste it yeah. and then sh- shoot through it yeah and yeah. the katano which is interesting it moves faster than some other melee mm-hmm. weapons you get a unique reticle uh for it to kind of show this it can slice bullets in half and if you throw it it will one shot kill it is a uh, it is a high value uh, high value item. It kind of feels like it's one of the few items that is more dangerous in your hands than in enemy hands. The enemy, yeah, takes a, the same long wind up. Yeah, like uh, that you do. Um, they knew they had something with a katana. That's why there's a katana only mode. Yeah, as one of the challenges, um, and that's pretty fun. Yeah, um, it's also those modes end up becoming bonuses in the roguelike version. Like one of the mm-hmm. things you can get, the traits you can get is you start with a katana. Uh, every uh or start with a pistol starting with weapons in your yes. hand is uh one of the benefits you can get yeah um next stage you're in an alley there's a truck barreling down toward you it's a truck so you can't jump it uh, instead you have to uh run directly for this little alcove so that the truck will pass by you uh and it crashes and the driver gets out uh this is your introduction to the assault rifle uh doing doing some real benny hill stuff uh having this guy chase me around the truck Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, trying to shoot you and again he has unlimited ammo I, I think it would be interesting if the enemies could run out of ammo yes this. Um, when you get done with this you get this out of bound glitch like the next scenario doesn't load for you um, and you get a little message it says what did you what did you expect uh, mm-hmm. the game is saying like hey take a rhythm and, and chill out for a second you just mm-hmm. did some intense stuff it's yeah. time to go to the video store in hotline miami <laughs> and so we get a message from our friend and we say, like, he says, oh, I've been trying to get a hold of you for hours. You say, oh, it doesn't doesn't feel like that. Kind of one of your first, you know, signs yeah. that something is really wrong here. Um, and you kind of talk about, like, how random everything is. Like, oh, it's just, you know, there's no plot. There's no point. It's just, yeah. You're just killing red guys. Just killing red guys. Uh, this gets the computer. <laughs> it gets real salty about you. <laughs> does not like you saying it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the friend says, no, no, it goes somewhere. You know, but I don't want to spoil anything. Um, you know, however, uh, you know, this next batch of levels is password protected, you know, and uh, to gain access, uh, you know, we go in there, it tells us to put in a password. We just put in nonsense and this gains us access yeah. to it. Uh, this is because the AI wants us mm-hmm. in there. We've uh, demonstrated ourselves to be level seven susceptible. Exactly. And we're, we're good at doing these, uh, these mind crimes. <laughs> uh, these operation mind crimes from queen strike <laughs> yeah. uh and now we're back in and uh mm-hmm. the level glitches right away it is not after a uh you know it's not after the normal you know cu- you know few it says oh they can says they cracked the system and you're in the server room with a bunch of shotgun dudes uh this yep. is uh that's basically like the vulcan raven uh arena you're running around this grid uh, with these shotgun guys. This is like you end up just doing cover by by default on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, looking for people to go over corners. Uh, after this, uh, you end up in this empty space. Uh, you get the message locating breach. Uh, then you walk forward a little bit. It goes, are you with them? <laughs> and we're watching somebody walk along these corridors, and then the camera fast forwards to show somebody sitting at a computer. Uh, this is us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the computer says, we can see you, uh, and then logs us out. Yeah. So it just, uh, you know, showed you a picture of your own house. Uh, yeah. one of the more threatening things you can do to somebody online. Oh yeah. Like online made that 
scary. Yes. You know, if a, if an evil AI is doing it to me, it's fine. <laughs> if, if somebody... If I get a Twitter DM. Yeah, like, if somebody's mad at me because I didn't play Neo 2, it does it, then it's weird. <laughs> you know? Like, th- th- that feels like a boundary. <laughs> you know? uh, so your friend chats and says, you, you know, hey, hey, what's going on? And you try explaining what you saw, but everything that you write, you know, you see when you're typing it in, you're trying to explain what's happening, but then it gets overwritten, uh, basically yeah. with like, oh, this is no big deal kind of stuff. Like, you need to He's go. Saying, stop like, playing. why won't you share the password? Right. You know, and the computer like is protecting him by not letting you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he gets pissed and, and breaks up with you. Yeah. Uh, there. Like, Could be hey, a better friend. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's, you know, he's like, I'm done with you. You know, who even knows what this guy is? Yeah. Uh, we go back to the main menu here um, and there is a new superhot.exe. Mm-hmm. Download. There's no message. Uh, and when we go into this one, we're taking to the tutorial, which we're in a, this is the first of, they're called uh, in the community, the dog levels. Yep. Um, where you are in a jail cell with security cameras and the game starts telling you what to do, like walk, mm-hmm. stand still, sit, uh, and then saying good dog. Mm-hmm. Like this is the tutorial. This is like, this is the system kind of laying it out. You have no agency in this. You are yes. like, I'm going to break your will. Essentially you are a dog. Yes. Yeah. Uh, they end up, uh, referencing this in control mind delete. Uh, with enemies that have dog heads that move really fast are invincible. Uh-huh. Or, like they're they're better agents. Nice. You know, the the best dogs. Hmm. Um uh, there is uh you're taken to this high rise construction site. Apparently this is a hospital. Uh if you if you look this up, uh it is mm-hmm. really hard to tell. Um yeah. yeah. And it kind of matters. Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh I just I call it a part an apartment and it's definitely not one of those, but uh it's telling you, hey, punch this guy through a window. Uh, and you can do it. Like, it's just yeah. kind of telling you like, yeah, you know, if you can get people to fall off of a ledge, send them over a ledge. Yep. They'll also die. Yeah. Uh, you fight your way out of the back of a box truck, mm-hmm. uh, which is real fun. It's a like super enclosed space. And then when you get out, uh, you're in these alleys. Yeah. Um, there are enemies, the, the arena is kind of U shaped. There are enemies coming from all angles. It's real tricky. Uh, you think you've done real good and it <laughs> takes you back into a room with a cage for a ceiling where people above you are shooting at you. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like in a pit. Yeah, and you're uh, and you're dodging the bullets, and the screen says "dance, doc." Yep. Uh, you can dodge these forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you run around the perimeter of the room, you will never get hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually, the game will just say "die, dog." Yep. And then all uh, of them start all shooting. And you yeah. can still dodge again if you run around the perimeter. You'll never get hit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to choose when to end this. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you do die, and then it says "good dog." Um, and now you're in this museum hallway, uh, with a bunch of dudes charging you, uh, the first round of people, like as you're going, uh, in one direction and dealing with them, it's all melee stuff. Like, and there are things on the little museum pedestals to pick up. There's a katana. There's a couple of statues you can throw things like that. Uh, it's a, you know, nice fun level. And then when you get to the end, it says, watch your six. And then you turn around and it's a wave of people with guns and Mm -hmm. basically no way to dodge significantly more more tricky mm-hmm. uh, i engage in some cover shenanigans like yes. duck into an alcove and let them get closer uh one of the uh hard, what i think is the second hardest level of the game okay uh for me is elevator pitch yeah uh you're in an elevator with three guys right next to you mm-hmm. uh, two have guns and they're all basically getting ready to murk you yeah. um there's one way to do this it feels like mm-hmm. uh this took me a bunch of tries though 
Um, and then as soon as it, you finish these three dudes, the door opens and two guys with shotguns fire in. So you have to duck into the side and take cover, mm-hmm. uh, right away. Yeah. Dealing uh, with those yeah. first three guys, it really feels like you, I have to utilize the space behind me a lot. Yeah. You know, and just yeah, basically like juggle, juggle the guns out of them as I get the punches in. It's a real lesson in like disarming the enemy is more important than arming yourself. Yeah. You know, like, uh, it's a weird, like you're encouraged to kind of play defensively. Yeah. Uh, because until you get a gun and even the guns take a while to, uh, to get ready, mm-hmm. um, three punches is forever in terms yeah. of the, like the time economy you're spending, mm-hmm. uh, here. Yeah. I, I find this level hard. Yeah. Uh, and then it's all pretty smooth sailing up until the last level, which is very hard. Yes. Um, <laughs> after this, the game throws your words back in your face. No plot, no reason for anything. Just killing red guys. Yeah. <laughs> it says you don't know what you're doing. Yep. Uh, which I don't, you know, I'm a good dog. Uh, it says, uh, watch closely. It tells you to left click to receive. Um, and we get this purchase person approaching our home as we click. We're, yeah. we're advancing like a PowerPoint, <laughs> uh, until we get up to the, our home, our shield server apartment and it says your body is here. Your mind is here. Like in the jail with us. Yes. The flash is uh, either the jail cell. Yep. And you try to press escape. You cannot disconnect. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, you can't like literally can't log off like, uh, in live scream, you're Johnny Reddit and you can't log off, uh, in the movie live scream, which, uh, surely many people who are listening to this have heard and seen, uh, uh <laughs> the, uh, listen, um, listen to the adaptation. Okay. It's charming. Yes. Yeah. The, it's the charming movie, movie is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, it's a charming episode as well. Yeah. Uh, then the, uh, the AI says, let's have a little chat, uh, and you know, boot you out. Um, the system talks to you and says it's not a game. Uh, he mentions that you're ruled by your, your pride, uh, which is a weird thing to say. Yeah. Not, 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 not a factor in this. Yeah. Uh, I was expecting this to go into hotline Miami. Like you're having fun killing people, aren't you? Right. And it couldn't because hotline Miami came out before this. Uh huh. You know, that was already like well-established territory. Yeah. You're not going to bite somebody else's routine. Yeah. Yeah. If hotline Miami hadn't come out, I think that might've been a stronger thing than you're ruled by your pride. Mm -hmm. Um, it says, you know, quit and never launch super hot.exe again. You say, I won't. And it goes, I need you to say the words. Yep. It literally Mike Roman trout you. Like, like now here's what you're gonna do here's what you're gonna do you're never gonna walter Uh, (laughs) walter so you have to type i will never launch superhot.exe again and you can do that and it'll kick you out of the thing and you you know theoretically could just you could just walk away by your word yeah Yeah, i'm out out. uh but you launched again because you're ruled by your pride no, because it's a fun video game you want to see what happens yeah they they hooked you they had a really good idea for a game yeah, one of the best ones of all time. It's it's not your fault. Yeah, it's not the company's fault for making you want it so much. <laughs> take it, 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 take it. <laughs> oh man! So you launch it, and you you dropped into a cool situation. You're uh, jumping off of this balcony in kind of a grand ballroom kind of thing uh, to uh, kill two guys. You're getting kind of a jump yep. attack on them. And then just a flood of guys comes down this double staircase as you're murking them left and right. Yeah. Yeah. Literally left and right. Like they're kind of staggered. Yep. <laughs> it's real fun. Like shoot right, shoot left, shoot right, shoot left. Like it's, it's very silly. It's like a fucking parappa level. It's very, it's very, pra- oh man, Prapper, where time only moves when you do. <laughs> well, kind, of, kind of takes a bit of the fun out of a rhythm game, doesn't it? 
<laughs> yeah. I just want to apply this to all. Can you imagine Night in the Woods where time only moves when you do? <laughs> like, <laughs> like every video game gets this treatment. Oh, surely God. something else works like this uh the world uh you know at this point the next you go to this uh, corporate office suite um where you have to get past security uh and clear this boardroom mm-hmm. uh through there security has like a little window this is where i first grokked the the window physics mm-hmm. of this um and then when you get into that boardroom there are little model buildings you can throw at people yeah this is like a real estate right. developer so it's almost like a city hall kind of thing oh. Yeah. It's a lot like uh did did you have you seen all of the John Wick series of films? I've seen the first two, yeah. Uh in the third one there's a knife fight. Okay. Now this kind of some of this stuff kind of reminds me of. Hmm. Uh that's a really good knife fight. Oh. I mean, if it's yeah, I I am led to believe that if there's a fight in a John Wick movie, it's very good. It is, it is like the the best action movies. Yeah. Um yeah, so the word the world dissolves after you finish this level, and it, <laughs> the computer you know, is going to read you the riot act. You didn't keep your word, mm-hmm. uh, and it says, "Hey, pay yourself a visit." It's going to you know, it's, it's going to bop us on the nose with the newspaper, right? We're a bad dog, so yeah. we have to. It, it, it tells go, you this is not a toy; this is a tool. Yes, uh, at this point, you know, and makes you go visit yourself and punch yourself in the back of the head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, much like. Not just for chill anymore. No. Uh, now you can do it as well. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, you, you, you punch yourself and then immediately you're back in the OS, right? Yeah. And chat says, like, hey, you really need to go, like, leave the game and, uh, you know, seek medical attention. But, of course, you can't. Yep. Uh, instead, you do what you always do, which is launch superhot.exe. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is all glitched up. Um, and when your your character in here goes to call for help uh, in this, all the messages are just changed to super hot. Yes. Uh, that you say super hot, super hot, mm-hmm. super hot. Uh, the friend from the beginning of the game is, you know, tries to contact you, super sick of your shit. Uh, you know, you're just saying super hot yeah. back at oh. them, you know, and you're saying you want to get back into the game. Yeah. You are hopelessly addicted due to your pride. Yeah. And uh, the game says, as you wish, or the system says, as you wish. And then you're in this kind of cool 3D approximation of, you know, a 3D space uh, made out of the chunky block gifts of the uh, of the PyOS. And you yes. walk along this until you reach the jail cell, uh, the, the jail door. And then it does the horror trick horror game trick where you walk up to, you know, to the door and then suddenly you're inside, uh, you know, without ever crossing over to the other side. Just boom. Yep. All the way behind you is now the cell. Yeah. Uh, and it says, uh, the system will set you free. The system will shape you, um, in the secrets of this, they talk a lot about like what shape you are and casting off your shape, yeah. why you are the shape. Like it's real, uh, mind body separation stuff, yeah. given that the, uh, the mind is only software mm-hmm. and the field of view narrows to the single vertical line. Uh, and when you press E, it goes super. Uh, and when you click, it goes hot. I'm sorry. Hot. <laughs> yeah. Hot. So you just go and go back and forth. Super hot super hot super hot uh and yeah uh until eventually you get this huge wall of text uh, the system will set you free the mind is software bodies bodies are disposable and that's kind of the uh, mantra for the back third of the game yeah teaching you about hot swapping into people yes uh like a disc uh-huh so yeah. now you're in this new level and it says leave this body and here's a new mechanic um yes. this is this is neat i'm not entirely it doesn't feel necessary like it just kind of feels like a way for them to throw throw a lot more people at you and give you like a like an oh shit button almost to get out 
uh, if you're it, in danger to cast into somebody else? It's necessary so they can keep escalating. Yes. You know, like, I think that what you said is true, but it's a cart and horse thing. Yeah. You know, like they wanted the ability to send more people at you uh, and make these levels more complicated because like super hot is a hard thing to iterate on. Right. You know, uh, kind of like permanently, mm-hmm. like it's, it's not a one trick pony, but it's a few trick pony. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so they need something so they can amp the in- intensity. Yes. Um, the way that they do it by allowing you to look at somebody and if you it's on a recharge and swap into them. Mm-hmm. Um, this is interesting in a couple different ways. Uh, one, they will always throw their weapon, mm-hmm. which will break when it hits the ground. Uh, you yeah. cannot catch it in time. So you can't swap into somebody to steal their weapon. Right. Um, it obviously neutralizes that person. Uh, and the, uh, the early thing you're taught to do is when someone's shooting you and you're about to get hit to swap, mm-hmm. cause that kills an enemy as well. You swap yeah. out of your body and your body dies yes. and you're now in the new body. It's a cool um, effect when you swap out because like the, the body goes from red to black. Yeah. 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 It's cool looking. Uh, pretty, pretty neat as an ad tool. It's a weird thing where like the power-ups that they do in the sequel do not add additional tools. Mm-hmm. I feel like they understood uh, that this game needed two verbs Yeah, at, at best, you know, like it, it wouldn't be cool if I had a whole, like one of the things I was thinking about, cause I recently replayed uh, dishonored Two mm-hmm. was like, Oh, like being able to turn on super hot power, yeah. you know, as a, as a different articulation of time stop, like it, what if that was Emily's, you know, version of time stop and mm-hmm. dishonored Two? That's yeah. a cool idea. Uh, but I didn't want a bunch of powers applied to super hot. Mm-hmm. Like, blinking or something would be cool in this Mm -hmm. like and it would make a lot of sense like it would fit in well but it would kind of fuck with the purity of it It, yeah Uh, this is this is kind of one of those things that is defined by its limitation and it needed one more thing so it can escalate up which could have been a number of things like Mm -hmm. a corvo style blink would have also served a similar purpose yeah to to hot swapping people Mm-hmm. And this wouldn't have fit in the themes as well, but like, you know what I mean? Like it would have done right. the gameplay thing of giving you an oh shit button, allowing you to relocate. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like it had an allowance for one. Yes. You know, and they, they picked a good one uh, for it. I don't think it's the only one that would have worked, but they didn't have allowance for two. Right. When, when this game came out, there was discourse around wanting it to be longer and more complicated. Like people who were disappointed in this game, they're disappointed because of its limited scope. Because they wanted more. Think, yeah, they want more, and I think time has really shown that limited scope to be a huge advantage of this. Uh, you know, it's part of why it works so well in VR. Mm-hmm. You know, if you had a bunch of different powers, it wouldn't. Right. You know. So yeah, agreed. Uh, but you have this now, and you're going to have it until the end of the game. Yes. Uh, so levels are getting longer, tougher. There are more enemies because they know you can you can swap out uh, through there. Um, it always felt the other thing about the hot swap thing. Real quick before we move on, is I never got a really good feeling for the timing of it. Uh, how yeah. long it would take to recharge? It doesn't. You know? it, it doesn't feel like it is time. Well, t- time is weird in this. I don't know if that's just because you know I am consuming time at different rates depending on depending on what's going on it almost felt like tied to like a particular number of actions or other people killed same uh, it makes the it's part of what makes the last level very hard yeah. i would have appreciated like a, a indicator like the um the reticle yeah for when your gun is ready to, to fire like i would have a little meter that fills up or something i also wonder if there's like a um if they're maximizing it for drama 
Uh, so like if it's okay, uh, almost like a danger thing, like there's an exponent put on it where like, all right, there's this number of people with guns around you. We're going to make it uh, recharge faster uh, or that yeah. that's where we're going to give it to you. So you can use it in the clutch. Right. Yeah. Who who can tell? Like it's, yeah. it's a system that is designed in a lot of ways for making last minute dramatic mm-hmm. scenarios. And I don't know how much of that is emergent and how much of it is guided. Yeah. And that means they did a good job. Yeah. Yeah. Either way. Mm-hmm. Like both are acceptable, yeah. you know, if, if I can't tell, but still dramatic things are happening constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the next level is the spiral uh, staircase you're on. Um, you're at the top of it. Enemies will come from above and below. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if you can get up to the top, there's an armor you can get up to with a wide selection of weapons. Yeah. Uh, this level is real cool. You can play it multiple ways. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make your way down. You can also go up to the top and like camp out. Yeah. And wait for guys to come to you. Yeah. This is, I mean, there have been... <laughs> I'm, I'm again casting back. It's not a. It's not. It's not a long game. This is the most vertical level, I think. Yeah. 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 Uh, and it leads right into the most horizontal level. Mm-hmm. Uh, they exist. Uh, cubicle farm. Yeah. This uh, is rough. One. This. This, this is might hard. be my second. My like my second hardest. Uh, compared yeah. uh, along with the last. Yeah. This is really difficult. Yeah. Um, just because there are a lot of enemies that come from a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, cubicle th- farm. You know, we've done that server farm, which is a little bit like the Vulcan Raven uh fight this is similar but with like worse visibility yeah uh and and angles you know the the way a cubicle works where like it's not a block it doesn't block shots from every side from all angles yeah Yeah. like people can get diagonal angles on you and it's real easy to get yourself caught in them if you're not what if you're not watching which way you're going yes yeah this took me a lot of tries to figure out like the optimal opening gambit like uh it's cool how many choices you have Mm-hmm. When you start, like you start at a, at a T intersection and all three different directions you can go are viable Yeah, uh, for opening kind of moves. The thing that makes the, so the um, restricted visibility complicates your, uh, your, your hotspot as well, because, you know, if you cannot, if you only see one person at the end of one of these hallways or whatever, you have no way of knowing, okay, if I'm going to warp into that, are there like three guys with shotguns like right there? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And they, they immediately know you've switched places. Yes. So they'll immediately switch aggro onto you. Yeah. Uh, this is probably something we should have noted in the generalities, but another thing is that enemies can kill each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, this level is really big for that. Yeah. Uh, because of uh, there are lots of enemies with shotguns. Mm-hmm. Um, it will spawn behind each other, and they don't have an AI where they take each other into account. Right. Really, if a guy is in front of you uh, and then there's a guy behind him, the guy behind him will shoot at you. It's uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like little kids playing soccer. They're all running right after the ball. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very similar to that. And you are the ball. Yep. No. Oh man. Um. Uh, so you're taken into a story bit after the uh, cubicle farm. Pretty intense. You get a little beat. Uh. And uh, the system shows you kind of this ASCII brain. It's like it's illustrating to you. Uh. It says you are just a tool now. You know we will use you to destroy the enemy from within. Yep. Uh, you can, it asks if you want more details and we say, yes, it just gives you this uh, quick <laughs> a scroll of walls of text. <laughs> it's it's incredibly sarcastic. It's so yeah, good. <laughs> very funny. Um, another hard level, like the levels from here on out are hard. Yes. Uh, you start on a, a subway platform. You have to deal with everyone on your side as a train is going by. When the train finishes, there are a bunch of guys on the other side. Mm-hmm. A really cool mix of like close and medium range combat to long range mm-hmm. combat. Uh, that's real neat. 
Yeah. Uh, do, do you want to hear how dumb my brain is after I, so I dealt with all the guys on my side and then the train passed something about the other guys being on a subway on the other side of a subway platform made me forget that I could hot swap over to them to get closer and take easier shots. <laughs> the third rail will get you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You get electrocuted in the air. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, hot swapping in this game, like it, you know, we talk about there, one of the reasons why it only has room for one additional mechanic is because it's easy to forget that mechanic is there. Right. Like even if it wasn't for the subway thing, like you don't use that as much as the core mechanic. Right. Love it. Um, yeah, I didn't have that specific problem, but I would have times where I'd be like, fuck, what do I do? And mm-hmm. then be like, oh yeah, I can swap. Yes. You know, uh, and it will remind you like it, mm-hmm. the, the developers knew this, this probably came up in playtesting that people were forgetting they could do it yeah. because it will, you'll get the message like uh swap ready mm-hmm. or uh transfer ready. I can't yes. which term it uses exactly. Yeah. Uh, so you deal deal with the subway platform. Now you're on top of the train, uh, Mm -hmm. (laughs) heading right toward a tunnel. So you have to get inside. Uh, of course there's somebody in front of you who gets obliterated by the tunnel first, uh, playing by cinematic rules. And now you are inside of the train, uh, and the enemies have shotguns. And the thing about inside of a train is not a lot of left and right, you know, pretty narrow space. You know, they also, between the uh, cars, there's not, um, you know, it's not one of those little, little hallways. It's just the connector. Thing. yes so you can't duck to the side and take that as cover mm-hmm. uh again very tricky yeah um after you do this you get the message you know, repeat after me the mind is software bodies are disposable uh you start out at this uh then we're in this transport depot um, with these very long sight lines and uh, we have to make our way up to this like kind of bottleneck at the control booth yeah there repeat after me the system will set me free uh it yep. says and now like you're in this corporate lobby uh, these past few levels have been taking you, you know, to get you in close. Um, there's just one more step. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a, the super tough level there. Um, yeah, this is the the finale. Uh, this mm-hmm. takes many tries, I find. Mm-hmm. Uh, both times I played it. Um, it kind of leads to the, you know, the checkpointing in this being, again, kind of tricky to figure out. Uh, mm-hmm. and it, it is a bigger stressor point in the VR version than here. But like... You know, this is a long level to repeat content. Yeah. Um, you know, there are checkpoints in this level, mm-hmm. weirdly enough, uh, as you go, because they they know that it's would be a pain. Yeah. To do all in one sitting, but it still ends up feeling kind of bad mm-hmm. um, sometimes. And the space is very large. Is the yes. is, is the thing? Um, and enemies will warp in, and you know, like is, so. What you're doing is you're trying to uh, 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 transfer into the core. You know, yes. so it's like you're in this big control room uh, that's kind of shaped like a plus and you're running around the edges uh, at, you, you will transfer into the core and you get a little screen showing percentage. But I think you have to do it like four or five times because people keep on pulling you out. Uh, yeah. and that That's the checkpoint where you are uh, doing the combat again. And then you have to wait for your pot swap to come up. So you actually don't have your swap. Yeah, um, that's the other available thing. for this. Yeah. It makes take- it very difficult. Like technically you could swap into mm-hmm. an enemy when your hot swap is ready, but you just be prolonging the inevitable. Yeah. There, there's no end of guys. It's, it's right. not going to eventually clear out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it ends up being, it's weird how the last level of this is the difficulty is elevated by taking away that tool. Yeah. That you didn't get for very long, mm-hmm. you know, and in the narrative, it makes sense. The, the computer was only giving you this tool for this purpose. Right. 
you know? Uh, but yeah, it's very hard. It, it's hard to describe more about how it is difficult other than just that it's really fucking difficult. Something, A lot of dudes well-armed. <laughs> something that is true of uh, even the other big levels that you get uh, is that everything is pretty predictable. You know, mm-hmm. you get uh, you get guys, you know, who start with these weapons and will, uh, you know, just kind of proceed, you know, because the eye is pretty simple. You know, you can kind of guess where they're going to be. And then at the very least, you can just like rote memorize what your best path is uh, through this by doing trial and error kind of stuff with this, mm-hmm. with the level being as big as it is and with enemies coming in from a relatively far distance away. And, you know, you might kill somebody and then not immediately take their weapon. You're kind of randomizing when people are going to like arrive and be dangerous to, to you and what they're going, what they might pick up along the way Yeah, uh, as it goes. So like, this is, you know, just by scope effectively kind of a randomized level as well. Is what I found. There's a lot of uh, weapons and stuff on the ground and yeah. it, it's a randomized level. It also rewards, uh, unlike the other levels which reward improvisation mm-hmm. you want to know this level yeah uh, and you'll play it enough times to know it like there are areas you can get to that are good little strongholds yes and i got down to the point where i was like okay this weapon this area has two guns that i can use and i can use this to fend off five guys mm-hmm. but then i need to move on because those guys are far away when i shot them i need to get somewhere else with weapons or i'm gonna get overwhelmed right like i started remembering order of operation things based on the level Mm-hmm. Uh, which is very kind of contrary to super hot. Like, yes, I don't know if, I don't know what a finale for this game should be. Mm-hmm. I don't know if this is it. Yeah. You know? Um, but again, it's, it sounds like, you know, damning it again. It's the most innovative shooter I've played nearest. <laughs> um, the, uh, once you, once you get the, uh, the transfer happening to a hundred percent, uh, it's your point of view hovers above the core. And now you can just look at people and explode their heads. <laughs> yep. Uh, you go to the different, uh, the wings of this plus sign and just explode everybody's brains. Yes. Yeah. You're scanners in them. Yeah. Yep. It's great. And, and you, you have assumed control. This whole system is now yours. And the system that has been telling you what to do says you are still weak. And you're back in the low res prison prison for like a little bit until it says, Hey, something is holding you back. You need to set yourself free. And the cell door opens. And now you are in uh, the hallway outside of your apartment and you have to go in and you know, the mind is software. The body is disposable. This link to the body is keeping you from being the cyber God that we need you to be. You you have a gun, shoot yourself. Yep. Uh, the body is, is disposable. You know, the mind is software. Uh, you do so, but yet you live. You've been singularity into this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, love that the first thing that pops up uh, after the ASCII brain, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, falls apart as it's there, is endless mode unlocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like you you being whatever this, like, super assassin is uh-huh. this thing, your reward is being able to do it forever. <laughs> uh, pure high-octane nightmare fuel. <laughs> tear jerked me into <laughs> tear jerked me to completion <laughs> until I, I came like, Ooh, ah, to, ah, ah. shame on you <laughs> yeah. well it, it happens let's not let's all be adults about it okay <laughs> like, come on like you never i creamed like <laughs> uh the uh so the screen at this point goes red uh it says hand over control uh, and when you type, uh, you know, you kind of become along with this chorus of people going one of us because uh, mm-hmm. it's been recruiting. Yes, it has. Yeah. Uh, it, and then it says, Hey, keep recruiting. Yep. But yeah. Know. We need you to go out and bring more. The system needs more, more of you to get powerful. 
uh, and it says, you know, don't say too much, you know, it gives you the, the, the template says, hi, blank. Uh, you have to check out this game. It's the most innovative shooter I've played in years. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then it also like gives you the tool to cut little, uh, videos to share on social media mm-hmm. yeah. uh, to, you know, in a cool, again, metafiction. Uh-huh. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Uh, and you are free to play super hot forever because uh, endless mode popped right. up. there's a little beat there yeah uh endless mode is kind of what the roguelike mode is except you're playing for score mm-hmm. uh endless mode is fun yeah and this i don't play video games for a score mm-hmm. I, I i don't have that part of my brain so i just play until i don't want to anymore yeah um but it is really fun to go through a series of levels uh just seeing how long you can run a combo yeah on this i'm more partial to the challenge mode kind of stuff just mm-hmm. okay do it all with uh melee stuff like that do it yeah. do it all with throwables kind of deals all throwables yeah. all katanas stuff like yeah. that there are a bunch of different little fun modes though mm-hmm. uh, they, they decide to get wider rather than longer yeah um and that's and that's uh that's super hot good Most game shooter i played in years no um yeah great game yeah even like uh e- even memes aside just something to come along and make you think about shooters in a different way you know like portal is is probably i don't know that might be like like hyperbolic i don't i ultimately i don't know that this is as important as portal ultimately ended up being because of the time that portal came out uh but like it is also the closest point of comparison that i can think of in terms of finding new stuff to do in a first person um interaction model right yeah yeah it's it's kind of thing like and this is this is a, a cliche and people use it just as a marker of quality and i'm not I, I think this game is great. I'm not saying this as a marketer quality. Mm-hmm. This is something that they should teach in game design schools, though. Yes. Uh, not because it's so good, but because it forces you to think about, gives you, forces you to, and gives you time to think about things that are happening in, like, first-person games where you shoot things. Mm-hmm. Uh, even aside from FPSs, specifically as a genre, are the dominant form of the medium. You know, uh, it doesn't matter whether the game is an FPS, you are in first person and shooting things Mm -hmm. in most video games. You know, there are lots where you don't as well, but like, you know, Elder Scrolls, uh, you know, um, uh, Resident Evil 8 was not an FPS, but you were, is a first person shooting game, Mm -hmm. um, getting you to think about wide swaths of the gaming landscape and its constituent parts. Yeah. And also it's rare to find another example of something that is, you know, one of those things where uh, you can't really take more away, but also if you added more, it would fundamentally change. If you take it away, it hurts. If you add, it hurts. Right. Yep. Uh, It's got that perfection kind of element to it. It's not quite perfect, but it's. It's really fucking good. And yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of on the road, you know. Yeah, it's right on the road, and I can basically like imagine every couple of years for the rest of my life firing up a version of this just because it's really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, thanks everybody for listening. We appreciate thank, you. Thank you so much. Hey Gary, do you have a project you want to highlight? I don't. Okay. Need need more. Okay. Need uh, how how how. <laughs> How would people, how would people submit for that? If you are a non-straight white dude, a non-straight white cis dude, and you have a project you'd like to talk about, send me an email at Gary at duckfeed.tv. Include your pronouns. uh, Give us a little pitch. Please do not uh, submit on behalf of other people. I Mm -hmm. do have a couple of those, but I don't want to run those for reasons I talked about last episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, 
Uh, just uh, and if, you, if there's somebody who you know who runs a project that you think might benefit from this, like our audience might enjoy hearing about them, have mm-hmm. them write in. Yeah, uh, I'm, I, that's me giving you a job. You know, saying like, hey, you go do this legwork. Um, it is beyond the scope of what I can take on to just like go search out people and be like, hey, first of all, that and also that feels skeevy for me. Be like, hey, we want to talk about your thing. Like, yeah, it's like the thousands of emails I get about like, we want to feature everything to Guppy on wisdom, <laughs> wisdom share. I know you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. Like, I promise you, it's got nothing you to don't. do with wisdom. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, it's great that somebody has finally recognized our wisdom and offered us something called wisdom coin. Uh, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I don't want to solicit that. But if you are like a fan and like, it's like, oh man, this person deserves more eyes on their project, uh-huh. uh, send them a thing and be like, hey, I know this podcast. They're not chuds. Uh, you know, they, they talk about projects for marginalized creators. You know, just send them an email if you want to get some exposure. Mm hmm. Yeah. Um, are no. we ready to announce the no i i want to wait for uh uh nick and brayton to make sure it's fine i think that they're fine okay we we that that's uh we're 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 finalizing Duckstream. yes uh, stay tuned for Duckstream news we think we have the weekend in mind we're pretty sure i just want to make sure nick and brayton say it's okay cool. uh will had to um make sure he had time off uh, i think it's gonna be fine with nick and brayton but i just need to ping him cool so uh saying that for for audience Yes. As well as you. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a, we'll make an announcement about that very soon. Cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So if you want to help out, uh, well, first, if you have thoughts about Super Hot uh, or Deus Ex Mankind Divided or this month's premium game, which is Half-Life Alex, uh, please go to duckfeed.tv slash contact uh, and write in. Uh, mm-hmm. Click the uh, WAF button and write in there. Uh, so the deadline, the deadline for that is on the 15th. Something that I am going to be changing is there is also a contact thing on the watch out for fireballs, uh, homepage that people have been writing, uh, people have been using. I'm going to, I'm going to slowly be taking that away (laughs) just because it goes to different places and I've had to, I've had to go, you know, gather them every time. Uh, but yes, the canonical way to get stuff in is to go to duckv.tv slash contact. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can also support us by going to patreon.com slash duckfeed TV. That is how you will get those premium episodes, mm-hmm. uh, which you mentioned, like that Half Life Alex episode or our very fun uh, Evil Within 2 mm-hmm. episode from last month. Yeah. Um, if you want to hear those, that's how you do it. Uh, you can leave us range reviews on Apple Podcasts or Podcast Addict. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can tell your friends. It's the most yeah. innovative podcast you've heard in years. <laughs> and if you want to, um, uh, if you want to play along with uh, stuff coming up, uh, December's games are going to be Torment, Tides of Numenera, uh, and Shadowrun Hong Kong. And then patrons are going to get the uh, uh, arcade, the third arcade special. Yeah, uh, that's a sense of bonus Patreon episode. That might be like two games each mm-hmm. instead of yeah. three. We haven't really figured it out yet, but uh, some kind of uh, some arcade games mm-hmm. to talk about. We're going to keep doing those for the rest of our lives. Yeah, because uh, it's a big part of gaming and it's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real weird to just ignore arcade, arcade stuff. Games. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's not part of our remit. Um, yeah, and uh, what do they do until next time, Cole? Uh, until next time. Uh, dispose of your body. Mm-hmm.